Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It is time for Counterpoint. We've got them in place and ready to go. We got Stephen LaDrew, lawyer, broadcaster, formerly the president of the Liberal Party when it was normal, currently a homemaker. And I work too. And you work. Yeah, one, two, three. There you go. Two jobs. Just multitasking like many people. And Jamie Ellerton. That's also in studio, principal over at Canaptus, a boutique public relations agency. He looks like he's from a boutique tonight. <laughs> Where'd you produce that fancy that shirt? <laughs> like, that's a fancy title. All he's right. A fancy guy. So this story I'm just going to throw at you. I know you haven't had a lot of prep time on this, but this story has just broken in the last little while. We had it on our news. Uh, Canadian soldiers participating in a Sikh parade over uh, the weekend were seen carrying weapons. And... Um, this caught a lot of people's attention because the parade was for the Calsa Day Parade in Toronto, where it showed images of the Canadian forces carrying C7 rifles with magazines inserted without muzzle plugs. This is not ever done. So this is why it took people off guard. Uh, never do Canadian forces ever take part in a parade carrying a gun unless it has a very strict protocol, which would be that it's not loaded. <laughs> and um, so it looks at this point that someone in one of the commanding units kind of allowed this to happen. Uh, but no question, it's raised a lot of eyebrows. And I think a lot of people are questioning why on earth did this happen? I'll start with you on this, Mr. LeDrew. Well, I think it's probably a vote-getting machine. That's all it is. I think that uh, this Liberal government is uh, ready to do anything to get the votes. We're going to find that with, uh, with pipelines and a decision. I suspect they're going to decide in order to get the environmental vote that they are not going to uh, deal with uh, the pipeline to, um, to Tidewater and they're going to blow the $4.5 billion out. I think that on this one, uh, they are saying, we want the Sikh vote in Canada. I mean, Trudeau has already said that. Uh, he, he risked and he caught the ire of the Prime Minister of India on his trip for supporting uh, the Sikhs. And the Sikhs, well, I mean, he, well, as, he as took a people... Well, a fairly extreme guy along with him for the ride. Yes, he I mean, did. But the Sikhs, and I just don't want to talk about the terrorism aspect of it, because not all Sikhs no. are, are that way. But there is a small percentage of the Sikh population in Canada, which is very, very volatile. But he wants the, he wants the votes. And he wanted to show the Sikh members of the armed forces, hey, there are guys. So this came out, this comes about a week and a half after language had been changed in a CSIS report on Sikh extremism, which was this ex, the Khalistani uh, extremism. It's a very small pocket. It is yes. certainly not all Sikh, um, you know, people. But in this report, uh, I guess some Sikh official said, we don't want you in our parade, Mr. Trudeau, unless the language changes. And apparently the language changed and they took out the word Sikh extremism. In order to get the votes, be in the parade. To be in the parade. And the next day he was in that parade. So I take greater issue with an objective, factual report talking about extremist threats, who they are, where they are, and having that politicized. That's an issue to me. A bunch of Sikh Canadians marching in the Khalsa Day Parade. It's a beautiful parade. It happens every year. They take over Queen's Park and Mel, uh, Nathan Phillips Square. Uh, is obviously, they're proud of the fact they serve in the well, Canadian military. Know, they're proud of the armed propaganda. forces. Well, that got to do and when you look guns. at what the story talks about, it's I suspect this is actually probably a local commander gave them permission to do so. Probably didn't run it up the flagpole and get approval for it. Is it appropriate? Fine, we could do that to, pre- to pretend that like this is some grand orchestrated Jamie, political Political manipulation. I don't know what Stephen. Uh, well, what do you, you think, think here? there's some local commander who would risk If you look at how incompetent his, the Trudeau government has been this year, you think they're this the sophisticated to organize this? Absolutely, yes. oh, no, Easy. they're not. Yes. And they're dealing with the military. And and why would a local commander risk his position? 
I mean, no, to we, allow we them to carry guns. I think it's important to point out no other Canadian force, like they, you don't see Canadian forces ever doing this unless it's a very, very specific type of event. And again, they would have those guns muzzled and they would not be loaded. And this didn't happen. So what is it about this Yeah, it's this also normally a more like ceremonial uniform and there's a lot more rules to how they conduct these things. So again, is it appropriate? Probably not. I think there's reasons to be concerned and ask some questions, but is this some giant Justin Trudeau political ploy? No, well, Stop giving him so much credit. I don't what know. What is it? Don't attribute to uh, malice, but you can attribute to incompetence. That's fine, but incompetence has cost this country a lot. Are you, are you foreign... saying our armed forces are incompetent? The leaders no, 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 are incompetent? No, but if it's incompetent... No, I suspect this was actually a genuine heartfelt gesture to allow people in the armed forces oh, to take God, part born in the Calsa well, Day Parade cer- uh, and proudly people. wear the Canadian uniform uh, while doing so and uh, didn't run this up the flagpole enough to essentially well, be told this might be not a great idea. And yeah. proudly carrying loaded rifles. Well, that's the part of it. That's, that's what the part hey, of it. Hey, do you know who I trust the most who collects the salary from the Canadian taxpayers? It's probably the men and women in uniform. So I, I, That's not the point, though. It's not the point. Uh, it, it's whether or not they were given special permission to do something that no one else does and why. Because this may not sit very well with the Prime Minister of India, who's already pretty cheesed yeah, off Alex, on us. that, I take it 100%. Let's right. look into this. Let's yeah. hold someone to account. But uh, Stephen's whole, this is some grand PMO orchestrated thing. I don't know if it's PMO orchestrated, but it could have been or a Or someone favor with the PMO. You know that happens all the time as well. A uh, patron politics behind the scenes uh, is not just political for sure. Yes, so, you is. agree with me. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> oh, well, that was sneaky. <laughs> I um, think we softened Stephen's stance is what he's saying there, folks. Doug, no, Ford, uh, Doug Ford appearing on Fox's uh, business show, Varney and Company, this morning. He's on a two-day trip to New York promoting Ontario, and he was asked about his pro-business approach, which the host, Varney himself, suggested, well, you know, this is a bit of a Trump thing, and uh, here's uh, Mr. Ford's response. You say you're open for business, yeah. you're cutting red tape, That's right. you're cutting taxes on business, That's correct. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Trumpian. Well, I, I don't know. We were in uh, politics well before the president was, but uh, oh, so you, I respect... He's taking a leaf out of your book. Pretty much. There you go. <laughs> and that's a, good a good, answer. That's quick a great answer. answer. It's a quick answer. But, you know, there are people here that are very irritated that they didn't know about this trip, even though apparently press con- press releases were sent out. But uh, local media not happy that they didn't uh, get uh, a ticket to the trip, I guess. That's what it is. It's a free weekend in New York. Or we yeah, nothing's free in New York. The CBC's got a bureau in New York. Uh, most of the major for. networks have a Washington bureau if they truly want to dispatch someone to cover this. Uh, some people from the Queen's Park Press Gallery didn't go uh, get to go on this trip. I guess they can go on the May Long weekend. Oh, a lot of Canadians yeah. go down well, there for very, Victoria Day. Tough they're games. none too happy that uh, Ontario News Now, I guess, the internal uh, went. And, and look, that's their way of doing press releases. They I can think do it's it. great that the Premier is down in New York and he was running, you know, getting business and, and showing that Ontario's open for business. It's fabulous. Good stuff. Uh, this is what our That's heads what of government need. are supposed to do, exactly. All right, let's talk a little bit about this one, because this one does not, uh, this one's a bit stinky. Uh, a Toronto <laughs> developer and a PC party fundraiser, just appointed chairman over at the Liquor Control Board uh, of Ontario, is uh, inviting potential political donors to a $1,000 ahead event for Ontario Finance Minister Vic Fidelli's riding association next month. It's called An Evening with MPP Vic Fidelli, scheduled for May 8th, and it's going to be at a lovely Italian restaurant in uh, Etobicoke, which is well, coordination. Well. <laughs> Look, I do not like this crap. This is what I, I this is the pay for play, ca- cash for access. I don't like this stuff. I didn't like it when Wynn did it. I don't like it when Trudeau does it. Does it. And I think this is the stuff that'll get uh, the PCs in trouble if they do it. 
I would agree, 100%. I think uh, one of the things Stephen Harper actually doesn't get enough credit for mm-hmm. is taking the influence of corporate and union donations out of our politics, and not just by the letter of the law, but in the full spirit and how the federal Conservative Party has gone about that. I think what you see here now provincially, uh, there are a lot of people who are used to fundraising the old way where you'd go to big corporate executives or union heads, etc., and have mm-hmm. them cut $5,000 checks at a time to buy tables and fill these oh, halls for awful chicken in the middle of nowhere in the north of Toronto. <laughs> Did you say uh, this was $1,000, Alex? 1000 a thousand dollars. That is not too much no, no, to, but for I don't, a donation. I think it's stupid. If you to look at how much conservatives and progressive conservatives here in Ontario screamed at Dalton McGinty and Kathleen Wynne for their fundraising that practices, was ten thousand bucks and ahead, access, twenty thousand uh, bucks ahead, and it's from people doing business with the government. Yeah. And you know as well as I did. This is interesting. You're defending the Wynne fundraising practices. You know as well as I do. I'm they not said, defending it. I'm saying right, conservatives rightly took issue with it. And now to kind of continue the spirit of that. No, forget the spirit of it. Conservatives need to do better. Well, uh, if you, no, if no, you no, just appoint so someone to head up the LCBO to now do a partisan political fundraiser, yeah, Steve, I agree Steven. with that. No, no, wait a second. That's what this is here. You were talking about $1,000 ahead. I think $1,000 ahead at a fundraiser is absolutely fine. No, I don't care if, if it's 20000 but chairman, I don't think Vic Fidelli should be there. Like, if they want well, to pay no, 20 he should be there. Fidelli should be no. there. It's a chair of hey, the listen, LCBO I'm, who should not be doing it. I am all political politicians being able to... Raise money. That's not the issue. The issue here with this issue. That's is not what this you said, is, though, Jamie. At the start, you were talking about the terrible thing. I think it's I awful said, so, that the chairman. Okay, I'm, I'm going to correct the record here. What I take issue with, and where I think conservatives need to do better. This yeah. is a gentleman who was appointed chairman of oh, the yeah, LCBO. Okay, so we all now doing a fundraiser. This is the kind of stuff liberals do. Conservatives aren't supposed to do this. We need to do better. Oh, liberals did a lot better. It's twenty thousand. If you want to do business with the government, I just this don't, is a look, guy LCBO chair. I don't. It yeah, be, it's it, wrong. It's, it's a wrong. conflict of interest, and it shouldn't be happening. And uh, I wonder stop. who's paying for the wine at this dinner. Yeah, well, I, we probably <laughs> will find it? out. Yeah, we'll find out. Here on Point on Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. All right, uh, here we go again. Yet another SNC headline. Uh, this one revealing that uh, between 2004-2009, execs and staff at uh, SNC made up to 110,000 in illegal donations to the Liberal Party. That information got onto the Prime Minister's desk in 2016. And I guess at some point around then there, it was decided that Elections Canada would give them a nice old slap on the rest, wrist and tell them, don't be a naughty company anymore. And that was that was it. Uh, Dean Del Mastro of the uh, Conservatives went to jail for a much lesser uh, you know, uh, crime, which was $21,000 donation, um, you know, that went over the, the contribution. But there, there's more than enough to investigate here. But here was Mr. Trudeau's response when he was asked about this this morning. When uh, I became leader of the Liberal Party, we made significant changes to uh, the fundraising regime. We uh, may have uh, moved forward on transparency and openness, uh, and that is not uh, what happens anymore. Yeah, right now that, they just get back to our access and criminal three, code three amendments as later, part of omnibus budget Mr. bills. Transparency. <laughs> I mean, what a joke. Three Transparently years, awful. Three years later, now that the CBC has dug this up, and great work by them uh, to dig it up, but that's the only reason we know about it. My question, though, is are we looking at another cover-up, and was Elections Canada in 2016 told by someone in the Prime Minister's office not to you know, to charge anybody? That's the real story out of this, is why wasn't anybody charged? Real D- Dean Domastro, he lost his whole life. Oh, he was... Yeah. He, Can I get a little like, wonky and geeky about this? Yes. If you read about the Dean Domastro stuff, it's, it was 
so blatantly obvious it was his $21,000 and it was like easy to prosecute. Right. When you read some of the comments in the story today of those who made the donations that were part of that 100000 plus that went to well, the Liberals. Is my, don- is my bonus al- anyway, you mean? It almost sounds like Elections Canada didn't have the investigative resources and expertise to actually do their job oh, properly nonsense. on this. Oh, that is rubbish. Nonsense. Uh, total rubbish. Nonsense. I mean, they had the facts. You're making a big donation and then you get repaid by your company. But this Hello? got on to the Prime Minister's yeah, yeah, desk. The way the story read, they couldn't actually clearly draw the line. So it's very likely what happened, hence why they got a slap on the hand. That's mm-hmm. what trials are all about. You know, I think the Elections Canada have the investigative resources to actually enforce well, our laws. Well, we oh, should find out. Resources? We should find out because these are the people who are responsible for overseeing our elections. To me, that was the biggest question that came out of this. Because the Dean stuff, again, it was so obvious. It was his $21,000 that did this, and he served his time as a result of this on the SNC stuff here. Yeah. Yes, they knew it went on. Yes, they believe this is what it was, and they detail it all in the story. Well over $100,000 in donations. But when you hear the kind of commentaries of those that allegedly gave this money... That was uh, their defense saying the whether or not it was reimbursed. Uh, you it just you seems actually believe like, them? Oh, my no, gosh. I'm not saying I believe them. I'm saying there needed to be more of a thorough investigation to actually no, get to the bottom of this. what happens is that you investigate, you have these facts, and then someone says, oh, but I got these bonuses anyway. It's just to pay my other taxes or due or something like that. That's why you have trials. You have a yeah, judge absolutely. sitting there saying, get the disclosure, look at the email records, etc., etc. So it sounds to me like SNC got a deferred election prosecution. <laughs> like, honestly, that's what <laughs> well, that's the appearance, and that's the question one must ask now of the Prime Minister. Is everything that gets your office being slapped down? Because that's all we can take from the we SNC. Alex, Alex, Alex SNC Lavalin's a Montreal company, and Justin Trudeau's an MP from Montreal. And there was Don't an election. You know? I do know. Yes, I do. Um, let's talk about... He's like a liberal. He's on both sides of this fence all the time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The Canadian-themed from... episode of The Simpsons uh, has angered a few people for a joke involving the word <laughs> Newfies and the controversial seal hunt in Newfoundland, Labrador. Take a listen to Lisa, who has uh, stoked the ire of anger. But I'm sure you treat all peoples equally. Except the Quebecois. And the Newfies. Stupid Newfies. I'm a Newfie. Whee! That's the sound of a pet being clubbed in case you didn't see it. (laughs) I did not see it. Anyway. I did not see it. Nor do I feel like I'm missing anything. You know what? It's silly. They said stupid Newfies, so you call anybody stupid, it's it's very disrespectful and and no one will take that. It's not even Newfie. But if you say say Newfie, come on. You know what? I, I some I said Newfie one time in a, in, in a interview with a Newfie, and he didn't have a problem. I got some emails. I said you can't use the word Newfie, and I said, well, you're not a Newfie if you're taking objection to that. Any Newfie would just laugh that off. Both of my parents were both Mike my parents were from Newfie. Yeah, he's a townie though. He's a townie. Oh, you're he's a, a Newfie, Newfie too, right? Wait, yeah, you're Cupid's. a Newfoundland. Are you allowed? Okay, so am I allowed? Are you allowed to be it's called fine. a? Okay, <laughs> it's fine. There we go. There's a bottom line. So on just it. because Steve Lindy did it in the '60s apparently means it's okay today. I'm not quite sure. I take up that stance. <laughs> okay, but uh, I think that if we're giving more attention to this, I think how many people learn The Simpsons are still on the air with new episodes as a result of this? <laughs> well, you obviously did. And I, I, I didn't give a rats. You know what? I, I about saw it. They the didn't go after online, Quebec. Uh, that would have been the problem. If they had said stupid Quebecers, that would have been something else. It's just stupid Newfies. We'd be talking about a different Trudeau story. Oh, yeah, he'd be out, he'd be doing, oh, he would oh, have Oh, we're being upset. Censored. Uh, I'll quickly tackle this one. We've been doing this investigative series into recycling uh, Carolyn Jarvis for Global News, and it reveals not only is most of the plastic that we're told to put in our blue box actually getting into landfills, like a huge majority, but it's costing municipalities millions in lost revenue. 
revenue because we don't have the facilities to process this stuff. No other country really wants our stuff. And yet, Stephen, we've got politicians talking about pricing pollution, climate change. We've got to do our part, do our part. do, And we're not doing our part clearly and haven't been we, for a long time. And we can't do with things that we actually should be able to do with, you know, like plastic straws and things like that. There's no reason why all that kind of stuff can't be recycled except for inertia. So they go, they say, we, we're going to screw this one up. We're going to go and try pie in the sky with climate change or something else. I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous that we are polluting through plastic. I would eat pie in the sky. Apple or pumpkin? Well, I don't know. It depends Cherry. whether it came from Newfoundland or not. Um, but the point is that oh, sealed mince meat? With, our, with, with the pollution that we're creating, the plastic we're creating, it is ridiculous that we aren't recycling that. It's just, it's just absolutely. It's, it's but it, but it's not being and to the tune of billions and millions of dollars. It's it is just it's a big farce. That's we've been solely bill of goods on recycling, and that to me is what the politicians should be going after. Yeah, I think part of the problem actually stems from the fact that most people have no idea where their garbage goes, what happens to anything after they, they dump something down the drain. You dump or it put in places like the Philippines. Or put something like the bins. Yeah, the president yeah. of Philippines threatened to declare Again. war if they don't no, do something. He threatened to date and put really it our beaches. <laughs> he said today, I will send it to your beaches Yeah, and but drop he's not going to declare war. He's just going to send it back over here. Right. But you know what? I mean, when people, it's fair for people to say, okay, here's my blue bin, here's the black bin, here's my green for the slop. I'm doing what I'm told to do. And they should have the confidence in the services to say, okay, that's the right thing to do. But we're it's wasting what happens money. after that that we're that we're being uh, flammoxed. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. On that note, I got to shut it down. Are we even talking about public health spending and whether well, we in fact were. there is going to be a cut or not? Well, we talked about so many other things. You ran out the clock. What? Why? Why don't we have more time on well, your if show? If I get the last word, I'm just going to say thanks. You're on point on Global News Radio.